Today, we're watching Zombies. April Fool, we're watching Zapped. On Dizzy Channel Original Friendship. Come and take an hour and listen to delightful commentary. Our own drunk spin comes totally divine now. But they are even better with gin and vermouth. Booze! They've grown up content straight from the hip. It's Dizzy Channel's original friendship. Come and take an hour and listen in to delightful commentary. Our own drunk spin. DCOMs totally defined our youth. But they are even better with gin and vermouth. Booze! Mostly wow. grown up content straight from the hip. It's Dizzy Channel Original Friendship. Wow. April Fools, Maya. Yeah, That's April. not our theme song. Happy April Fool to you. We are just dating ourselves so hard tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, this will not air until like two weeks after April Fool. April 1st, Easter. So if, uh, so before we start talking about this movie that I never have seen and I don't know anything about, spoilers! Um, I've got something interesting to tell you. Yes. So the garbage can, the big garbage can, the dumpster. A dumpster uh-huh. is such a negative word. I don't want to, like, call it that. I feel like it's derogatory. The large refuse receptacle. The trash garage. So the trash garage is completely full. I know, fun story, right? <laughs> but stay with me. My Tell story me gets better. Um, so two things have blown out of the trash because it's a little windy. And the two things, so I'm walking back to my place from my car, and the two things that have blown into my path are a first response pregnancy test, and wait, it gets better, a pizza box from Chuck E. Cheese. I want to write a story about this. About that person's day? Yeah, because I mean, I feel like they had a freaking day. I mean, I know that day. Probably had a similar day yeah i think we all have i mean can't who among us can can't say that we've gone to chuck e cheese for like a niece or nephew's birthday party or child and we we get kind of nauseous and think probably pregnant but what a what so a much like zapped um uh zapped stars zendaya zendaya i love zendaya what zendaya zendaya um, I, I didn't know what this was about, uh, so I got to say the the info based on um, thank you Netflix for having this for free, or oh, buy it on iTunes if you wish to keep it forever. But I was really enjoying the the little info on it, which was a girl discovers a dog training app that can get boys to obey her every command, but she soon learns that it isn't the cure all she had hoped for, like most things in our lives. Well, you know, I think that in the end, she's either gonna learn that the boy that she, the boy that she likes, she wants him to like her for her, or she's gonna learn that like, as much as she wants to control, you know, boys, that it's not good to control boys, or she's gonna learn something about herself. Something yeah. like that. I mean, That's I would really like guess. it. I would really like it if they play that song. She likes me for me. But they do like, he likes me for me, not because my hair is 
chestnut brown or because I cannot frown. Zendaya. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe he likes me for me. Not because I'm controlling him with this battery. Ooh, yeah, that was good. That was good. So have you seen this? Can you tell me about it? Can you tell me anything I interesting? Friends become enemies. Enemies become friends. Parents oh, are absentee. No I have no clue. Have you not seen this? Is I've this a first for all of us? Movie. So tell us, so tell us, Maya, tell us yes. that all of us in the audience who do not know, what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking vodka and whatever. <laughs> ginger ale? I'm having ginger ale with mine. Yeah, well, it like zaps, well, no, so we're, we're, it's, it's just zapping our stomach a little bit, getting our, our tummy to feel better. fizz. Yeah, that's honestly, I was thinking that should have been our cocktail for Invisible Sister had we remembered. Ginger fizzes. Yeah, yeah, that would have been really funny. But, you know, we didn't remember the movie well enough to know to do that. Next time, guys. Next time we'll be better. But so our drink is called what? Let's think of a clever name. You know it's what? It's gingery. I it's vodka. What? I think maybe we should watch this movie. And then see if we can think up a name for the drink that makes sense with this movie. Ooh, I like this. I like this game. I like the games we play. <laughs> it would be so much fun. Have also, screw you for allowing me to watch Pitch Perfect 3. Screw you! <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, audience members. I. It was so good and so bad, so whatever. I mean, I... Watch so after uh after the vodka Red Bulls, I was God. You really were, you were jazzed. I was really awake. I was like wide awake, and so I stayed up and I watched Pitch Perfect three, and uh, I loved it. And then I watched Thor Ragnarok, and I loved that as well. But uh, it was kind of funny because I was just like. Ooh, what's next? What's next? As soon as, um, or I guess a few minutes after Thor ended, then everything uh, completely wore off and I fell asleep. Um, and didn't you try starting Thor Ragnarok again and falling asleep? Yeah, I tried to, I wanted to watch it one more time. I wanted to watch part of it one more time, but I fell asleep. And then I woke up and realized that uh, it was time to probably um, actually go to bed and get some sleep. So I did. Ah. And, um, but I. Sleep is for the week. Holy crumboli, guys. The, uh, vodka mixed with Red Bull, that'll, that'll do something for you. That's your, uh. And we're not sure what it is yet. Scientists have not yet figured out what is going on with our it, bodies. The tests will come soon. It sure soon. does something to you. Boy, howdy. Um, so. I don't really know what to expect from this. I do have to say that um, I always hate movies that have, like, boys as disgusting, gross, awful people that are incapable of, like, normal behavior. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess we'll get what we get. I'm just hoping there's not going to be a ton of that that Maybe the boys will be more, um, 
a dimensional? Yeah, that'd be really nice. I would like there to be some personal growth. Zendaya's a really great actor. I enjoy her, yes. I agree. Uh, like, I, mean, I guess it's using the term great for a decom star is, is a bit much. But I think she's really solid and I enjoy her. And so my hope is that it does not let me down. Yeah. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. There's another song that goes, Don't let me down. Bruce. That's the song. All right. Cool. I think we're yeah, good. Well, uh, I think we're set. That was the sound of my, the couch I'm sitting on sort of squeaked because I... <laughs> the couch is in play. I did a weird bouncy shrug thing. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, uh, we'll be back after these messages. Today's podcast brought to you by First Response Pregnancy Tests. Pairs perfectly with a pizza from Chuck E. Cheese. And we're back. I'm impressed how well you did that with a cough drop in your mouth. Thank you. I'm pretty used to having cough drops in my mouth. You're pretty used to having something in your mouth, am I right? Yeah, because I eat a lot. That's what you meant, right? It was, actually, because anything else would be inappropriate. I like nachos. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I want cheese. I want uh, chips and queso like nobody's business. If someone wants to bring me some chips and queso, if someone wants to bring me chips and queso, I would be real stoked. But I know by putting this out there, it's going to be a few weeks before I get (laughs) chips and queso. Uh, if that. So this movie was a movie. It was. Starring Zendaya and then the kid who was in Radio Rebel and The other kid that was the, in Radio Rebel. Um, and most importantly, one of the kids from Lab Rats, which is a show that I have watched, like, three scenes from. But yet, it resonated enough with me that I kept thinking, what was this guy in that he looks so familiar? And then when I saw it was Labyrinth, I was like, oh! But then I was also kind of confused why that was so important to me. You could not get over the size of his head, though. His face. It was his face. Oh, sorry. Yeah, every time you came on, you're like, his face is the size of my hand. It's such... His face was so tiny. His head was normal size. It was the face. Yeah. So was and so then real. Maya started sending me photos of celebrities with large heads and small faces. I did. And it was very I, disturbing. And I, I'm going to ask you now publicly never to do that again. I won't. But that's. I was trying to find something that really conveyed what I meant, and and those pictures were really what I meant. I felt like they were a bit extreme, but yeah, I, I, I definitely, despite the extreme nature of the content, I understood yeah. what you were saying. So, um, that was a movie. It was a movie. Let's, things. let's, I think we could honestly, this is a movie that we could probably co- uh, like say the premise very quickly. Um, shall I? Yeah, do it. All right. So we have a, um, 16-year-old girl whose mother remarries uh, sometime after the death of her father. Um, her stepfather has three sons, and they're 
disgusting and well they're all individuals they just do their thing but they don't but they're really very, gel they're well very with her. boring individuals and in that they have like one trait yeah like you have messy boy and you have cook, boy who cooks gross things, gross things. And then you have and busy boy, busy boy, yeah, busy basketball boy, and 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 and, and, and then coach, dad's stepdad is coach, uh, huh? Ted, and he seems. I mean, the thing was is that he there really didn't seem to be much wrong with him. I mean, it was sort of funny where he was like, "Hey," other than him being a man, silly. <laughs> she really didn't seem to be a huge fan of males at all, and then she goes to this uh, brand new school. And all of the guys at the school are generally disgusting and weird and awful. Um, one guy a few people literally seem to be doing meth. One guy literally farts on her. A couple of times. Is that not a thing we do? Guys, I I mean that never happened to me at high school. That was not my experience. Mm. Um, but it was disgusting, and I was just like, "What? I don't know what the fuck is going on here." Um, so uh. She has a horrible first day, but she meets a cute boy whose name... Oh, Jackson. Jackson Kale. Kale. And he Definitely wears... Definitely not a stupid made-up name. And he looks like a... He's dressed like a hipster, and his last he name is He looks like Kale. his name is Jackson Kale. Kale. I mean, it was just like, really? Wow. I mean, well done writers. They just were like, I don't know. What is a... They're like, don't worry, guys. Name? We got it. Uh, so, um, then she, uh, downloads an app to get the dog to start behaving right. There's a dog oh, yeah, I in loved the that there was a dog in this movie. Maisie also loved it. It was really fun for me. Maisie's a, a, a fan of dogs on screen, you know? Not uh, at all. No, no, no. She wants to, to, to jump into the TV and destroy them. Um, yeah. but, uh, through, so the dog t- steals her phone. Uh, and throws it in the bathtub. Then one of her stepbrothers, the messy stepbrother, takes the phone and tries to, like, whirl it around in a towel. So then it flies out the window, down the solar panels, around the satellite dish, and then flies up and in the air and into dog food. And magically has the ability to control what human males can, well, will do. She can command them. So she obviously has some fun with it. She gets the stinky meth heads. Because, guys, they look like meth heads. They really That's seemed what like they look it. Like. And every time you brought it up, I was just like, yeah, meth. I was just like, not even once. Hell of a drug. Not even once. So she makes the stinky kids into super groomers. She makes the gamer guys uh, into yoga freaks. Um the mean farty basketball guy she tells him to start being nice because i mean he is a dick right i i don't i don't remember his name but he's a dick um and uh, she makes trip? a new friend yeah tri- trip. the trip the trip is a dick uh trip is he really the dick. tripped you up he is the dick uh but she also makes a, a new friend who has a crush on a boy named Charlie. And uh, she... I thought like we and, never got resolved regarding Charlie, but... Yeah, yeah, no, not really. I mean, I think Charlie just liked her and... We're just gonna 
I don't know, let that be fine or continue. I don't know. But, um, Charlie gets super huggy on, um, on the friend whose name I can't remember. It was more about, like, him sharing his feelings because he was very reclusive. He was shy and, 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 yeah, not open with his feelings. Um, and she was very open with her feelings. She had pictures of him in her locker. She had a pillow with his face on it. I mean, it was kind of creepy how much she was invested in whatever in him. So obviously it ends up being a disaster. There is a dance competition and, uh, she ends up becoming a megalomaniac and power hungry, and then learns her lesson. And she then... ends up becoming the thing she was a fr- uh, the thing she hated most. Yeah, and almost loses the boy, but then the boy is fine. Pretends to be a dog with her. I don't know. I, I mean, everything ended up fine in the end. She released everybody from their their commands and. And uh, then she went jogging with her family. The end. And I guess that guy's her boyfriend. Yeah, that was now. such a that was such a weird way to end. It's like, hey, let's go for a family jog. The dog too. Well, it's because at the beginning of the movie, mom asked, "Do you want to go for a jog with all of us?" And she's like, "Ugh, no." Because it seemed as if, that. as much as she wanted her mom to be happy and to be you know, to find love and everything. She did not want to live in a house with men. With boys. Yeah. Well, like any males, really. Um, Because she wasn't a huge fan of her stepfather, Ted, either. And there really wasn't anything wrong with Ted other than Ted wasn't really used to being around girls. So, you know, the first time he sees her, he says, hey, sport. And then he goes, "Uh, I mean, gal, girl. Girl gal? Which I thought was cute, because he was trying. He was making an effort. He By trying to get the gender of his new stepchild first. Yeah. Well, he... It was obvious, and it, and it was actually extremely obvious throughout the entire movie that he genuinely cared for her and wanted good things for her. And the boys genuinely cared for her. Her stepbrothers cared about her. Um, they just... They just did their own thing. I mean, they were rude. And frankly, some of the things they would they did, um, I'm just saying as a parent, they would have been reprimanded for. You know? Yeah. Well, mine is a different kind of parent than a decom parent. That, that dad, he, first. Said, he said the dreaded phrase of boys will be boys. And I mm. was a little like, oh, fuck you, dude, when he said that. That was at the beginning. But everything got all better, and then they were fine. And But... I mean, and you know, the young kid had a point. I I would say like we could we could cut off some superfluous some superfluousness in this movie if we just had it to be two brothers. Like the middle kid didn't feel necessary to me, and it just started feeling the, messy and very the chef like, kid, stressful. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't necessary. I don't think he he needed to be there. I felt like there was some purpose and some plot added with the youngest kid. And I think the oldest brother uh, from who was in Radio Rebel 2 was obviously incredibly important. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really ridiculous. I realized, so, you know, this whole, there's a subplot. 
a lovely B plot of her wanting to join the dance team, getting pancake bat, the boys getting pancake batter on her shoes, so she failed at the dance routine, which she really didn't. She just fell down after it. But then being put in the JV team, I was like, why are there only boys in the JV team? And I'm like, oh, because plot, and she can control them then. Yep. <laughs> but like, and one of know. the boys played a son of Dopey, I believe, actually. Uh, I love that when I watch movies with Maya, she can just tell me what, like, every decom they've ever been in. I'm like, ah, yes. It's a... I remember that one well. It's a talent of mine. I, I do that with normal shows, too, with, with non-decom people, even. I'm like, yeah. oh, well. I would say in this movie, we don't really have the absentee parents. I think we have parents that are very much trying to figure out their own dynamic. Mom is completely uh, Mom seems absent. a little weird, though. She's gone. Mom's gone. I she think like, she's just like, oh, yeah, this is all just growing pains of combining a family. Like, it's fine. I mean, it'll, it won't always be like this. I mean, it might, but, I mean, just learn to figure it out. Okay, I gotta go to work. Bye. Yep. And she did that, like, a couple of times. And then at the end, when she confesses, I have a magic app that makes boys do whatever I want. Mom's like, no, you don't. That's crazy nonsense. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Except everybody else believed her. Stepdad and stepbrothers. Yeah, I loved that they, like, they were so trying to figure out how to fix it with her. Well, because they were like, we we understand because we are doing things that are completely contrary and completely out of our control. Stepdad's like, I would really like to talk louder, but I do not have the ability to talk more than at a tone like about this way. And, um, yeah. and, uh, the radio rebel brother is, isn't able to, um, he go fast, go fast. He, well, he just focuses on one thing. He's not able to focus on multiple, multiple things at once, which means he can't yeah. really play basketball, which is what he, I have to say that whole idea of like the college set coming and he got the formal letter and then they made an announcement at the beginning of the game there's a college scout in the audience that doesn't happen no usually the college scout does not tell anyone that they're showing up and they just show up and then they watch yeah. the game and then they make notes and from my judgments. my time in 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 high school ball i remember that well well a boy was it stressful my senior year but ultimately i got that scholarship Bas- and so, basketball scholarship? Yeah, I got that basketball scholarship. Don't you remember? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was, I was part, I was part of the Lady Grizz basketball team. Yes, you were the starting forward. That's a thing, right? That's the sure, that's that's a position. Sure, sure, sure that's a, a position somewhere in sports. Excellent. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I do have a question for you. So, um, Oh, do tell me what that went, question is. We both went to the same high school. Um, not at the same time, but... We covered this a lot. But we went to the same high school. We were both now, Hellgate Knights, yes. Now, as far as I remember, generally speaking, junior varsity meant I was about to say, if you're going to ask me about sports in our high school, I don't oh, know. Oh, because I had some, I had friends uh, that played sports. and Yeah, no, I mean, I had friends that played sports. Did I listen to them? Maybe not. But Maybe JV. I don't have a lot of friends from high school. But JV didn't mean the loser JV squad. Was normally, yeah, JV was normally like sophomores and some juniors and, and seniors were varsity and some like exceptional juniors. Exactly. 
Um, you might get a freshman who makes JV, but there was also there was like the a freshman team. Deal. You had the freshman team, and yeah, then you freshman had JV, team, JV, and then, and then so varsity. really the assumption is you would be varsity once you were a senior. Yeah, yes. no, that's true. You just got bumped up. You by the time you were a senior, if you maintained playing sports, then you would just be bumped up. And I mean, and there wasn't there was just one dance team. And they weren't bitches. They were... Oh, I'm sorry. There wasn't a dance team when you went to school, was there? I don't think we had a dance team. No, they were called the Valkyries. Oh, yeah. I heard about the Valkyries. I've never... I always loved the idea of the Valkyries. But Um, also, I kind of... No, go ahead. I was... But I was going to say, I didn't really ever understand why we had these, like... Why that was, like, the name. Because... All of our stuff was very medieval, and Valkyries aren't medieval. They're not like old English medieval, like everything else. Because our, we were the Hellgate Knights. Our paper was the lance, and our yearbook was the halberd, which is also a weapon because we're setting really good examples for teenagers. Right. And and then um, K A K. Yep, CAC. Kick ass nights. Kick ass nights. Kick ass nights. So the Valkyries never made a lot of sense to me. Oh, and there were, and we had the poetry. We had the poetry thing called the Troubadour. We had the poetry book. Yes, that came out well, the Troubadour. They yeah. were called Valkyries because Valkyries are female warriors. Yeah, I understand that, but they're from a completely different culture. Oh no, you're absolutely correct. It's just that they didn't have th- that the equivalent of female warriors in medieval. There wasn't. I think, like, then we should have called them the minstrels. I get that that's not as catchy, but... The bards. At, le- at least we're going no, into bards the... bards Yeah, at, but at least we'd be going to theme. Like, if we're going to go all out on this theme, I think the Valkyrie... Okay, sorry, this is such They a- should have called them the Barden Bellas. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> um, I'm so attached to my college acapella group, I'm going to name my firstborn after them. So... Bella. Uh, God. Bella's a perfectly reasonable name. Bella Thorne. Yeah, I was just like... Bella Thorne, who guest starred with Zendaya on Gotta Kick It Up. She didn't guest star, she co-starred. Co-starred. But also, why her as your example? Because her Um, name's Bella. Let's, uh, let's bring it back to this movie. It was a movie. We didn't have a dance team in our high school and jv wasn't really like a subpar thing it was just a step um there was one moment and it was actually almost the very first moment where zendaya is doing a speech and she's talking about how much she loves her mom and how her mom is her best friend and how she has the double duty of being the maid of honor and oh god that was uh, i know where you're going and ugh. God. And yeah, continue. she's like, I've got double duty as maid of honor and daughter of the bride. And everyone and goes, everyone laughs. Everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. Like, that's, why is that funny? That wasn't a joke. She was, those are facts. She's the maid of honor. And then she also happens to be the daughter of the bride. I don't. That's just. That's just the situation. Yeah, like, I just don't understand. I don't understand why. Yeah, that's that. That's how that movie started and really <laughs> set us up for success. So, yeah, that, w- that was the first joke of the movie? Yeah, sure, that was a joke. That was the first joke of the movie. That was the first laugh of the movie. Then, um, 
And I kind of refused to call it a joke. I mean, I did. This movie I, was a joke. I got the the, the, the title of Zap. Yeah, I was very proud of you because I definitely didn't get that. And I went, oh, that was, ugh. Also, um, uh, just to nitpick, uh, when Messy Brother is going through her shit in the bathroom and he pulls out the stuff, he pulls out what looks like um, one of those... Uh, large containers of um body cream that you get at bath and body works you know ah yes and called it concealer yeah, oh, yeah. acne concealer and i that was, was like pretty funny that's way too big to be like concealers yeah. are in like that was that was kids. a great joke that was a good joke because <laughs> i'm like that's fucking giant and that wasn't even supposed to be a joke and that was funny let's see um yeah, most of the jokes or most of the the, the disasters were set up and yeah, very, very obvious. Much so. Like, um, you know, the the dress being ruined at the wedding, uh, the the whole pancake batter disaster, um, the the castle being smashed and ruined by someone. I thought one of the boys was going to do it, but it ended up being the dog. Um, yeah, that damn dog. She had this pretty castle that was given to her by her father and it was who very died tragically murdered by a computer he was killed by a smart house he was one he of the was, engineers he, of the yeah, smart house yeah he was and he actually was buried in the walls of the smart house yes it's a whole thing him and a few other parents it's like the star wars uh movies how the first three released were actually then the, the next three were prequels to those three. Mm-hmm. Um, Zapped is actually a prequel to Smart House, but they just didn't have the technology yet to to do it. So Zapped is actually a prequel to Smart House, though it came out much later. There you go. It's a spiritual prequel. No, it's a legit prequel. Oh. It happened. It happened. Canonical? It's Yeah, it, it's in the decon... So what you don't understand is... In the world of DCOMs, uh-huh. they're all in the same universe, and they all connect to each other in some way or another. Really? You mean like the sweet life of Hannah yeah. Montana's Zach and, yeah. and Raven? Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's like that. So the Radio Rebel actually takes place after, though it occurred before Zapped, it takes place after Zapped. And it actually happens like right after Zap. So his character is actually the same, but he's kind of he was struggling in school and moved to a different school to try his hand at you know being a sandwich instead of a <laughs> basketball player. <laughs> and so that's that's the plot of Radio Airball. <laughs> so Maya, was this movie worth it to you? No, not no? at all. Okay, I, okay, I cool. did not. Was it worth the free free dollars? Oh. No. Was it worth the time to talk to me? Always. Sorry. Was it worth the time to talk to me? It's always worth the time to talk to you. But I don't necessarily need a movie for an excuse to talk to you. So. It's true. We talk all the damn time. Yeah. So I'm still going to say. Because I don't really need one. An excuse to talk to you. So it really wasn't worth it. Like we could have. But you got to hear about that pizza box outside my house. That was pretty exciting Mm -hmm. for you. You know, it's really good. Totina's pizza rolls. Never had them. What? Are you? 
Wait, what? So my brother, so my brother-in-law says that when my sister uh, and my niece and nephew are gone, he eats Totina's pizza, and his logic being, well, it like feeds you and it's fine, but I mean, it's not really pizza. But it's like if you're hungry for pizza and you want something that's there, <laughs> eat Totino's pizza. And so <laughs> when they take a picture, when they run up town, it's just a stack of Totino's pizza. Because it costs like a dollar fifty. Yeah, to no, and my $3. niece, uh, I guess, wanted to try one because she was super curious. And he's like, okay, well, you can have one and they're fine. But they're not pizza. Well, they're garbage food. And here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, it was just so I funny like how he them. explained it. This idea of, like, pizza that's not pizza. It's like, yeah. So, I mean, he sold me real hard on it and so that I never wanted to Those eat it. Chotino's party pizzas, um, uh, they're very inexpensive. Yeah, that's what he gets is the party pizzas, the ones that are, like, basically a rectangle. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have that had those. no pizza should be the shape of. No, I've had them, and generally what you're supposed to do is after you cook them in the oven, cook them in the oven, they don't get microwaved, that's gross. Eat them immediately. What you do is you fold it in half. <laughs> and make a calzone. And then you just eat that. You make a poor man's, so what we're saying is eat a Totino's poor man's calzone. Yeah, because it's not, it's not really pizza. It's, it's just a, a pizza. Calzone folded it's just to make your own calzone kit and that's how calzones came to be is totina's you know pizzas uh, but the, the um, pizza the pizza rolls like the little tiny ones those yeah, are really are good they, but they're not pizza no they're but t- they they're, they're they they take care of you they're real good they say she, i was i had a very bizarre conversation with someone today and I'm pretty sure they thought I was on drugs. I was not. I was completely sober. But I was like, you know what? I have a lot of weird thoughts on food depending on if I'm hungry or if I'm full. Like when I'm full or like satiated, I'm like, you know what? I just eat so that I am not hungry. I don't eat for pleasure. Right. And then when I'm hungry, I'm like, my God, this thing is the most amazing thing I've ever eaten. And I only want to eat this one thing. And it's just funny to me how my brain works regarding my hunger level as to how I look at food and hunger and eating. Yes. It's because I never, I don't think I have an unhealthy grasp on eating. I just think I, because I'm hypoglycemic, I have always had to kind of snack just Mm -hmm. to placate my body from fainting. Same here. You get it. Well, because we both both have the same issue. Yeah, and you eat, like, protein bars or you eat a piece of, like, jerky or something. And I think we also are both people that when we're, like, distracted or sad, we don't eat. And that causes a problem for our bodies just because our body's like, nope, you faint now. Um, Or you vomit. Um, And Yeah. uh, But, yeah, so it's interesting. So I, I, I know I always eat so that that doesn't happen. But it's funny when my body kind of is like, you know what's really going to be amazing is animal fries from In-N-Out. I think this is probably the best thing I can ever offer you in your life. And you eat them and then you're like, this is amazing. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, you know, 
eating is just a thing I have to do because I am human and that is what I have to do. <laughs> and it's just, I was having this whole conversation about how my brain works. If with I'm not food. very hungry, I'm more concentrated on my nutritional needs. Yeah. But if I'm hungry, I will put garbage in my face. You're like, I will eat a Philly cheesesteak. Um, no, but like oh, that's what man. it was. The Totina's Ooh. pizza rolls were making me think of that. Like that's something you would eat I so that eat you that are not hungry. Now. Um, well, because like, like currently I'm I, the last like two nights I've been craving queso, like mm-hmm. like chips and queso, because that's been a big thing. Uh, it's been a big part of my life since I moved down to Texas. Is you chips need, and queso. You need to to come visit sometime. I don't know when, and then we can go to Woody's and get queso fries. God, those quesovers are legit. Or that one time when I got really bored and Little Woody's was closed, so I just bought a bunch of french fries and then I bought a jar of queso and made my (laughs) own queso fries. It's not the same, but it's still good. To be fair, a little bit cheaper. Yeah. A little bit. I was pretty proud of myself, honestly. I life hacked the shit out of that moment. Um... All right, so it wasn't worth it, but if you could rename it, what would you rename this movie that we have talked so little about? I would call it um, Predictable Family Drama. Ooh, okay. Because that's how I felt. It was all predictable family drama. Kind of boring. What would you call it, Adair? How to Build a Better Boy. No, that's a different movie. I'd still call it that. <laughs> I would also, actually, you know what I would call it is predictable family drama, the Peggy Warburton story. Of course you would. I, I was like, I knew it was happening. I knew it was coming. Peggy Warburton. Um, so, uh, and that's a great segue. What would your, what would you name the cocktail? I kind of want to call it the Peggy Warburton now. That's, that's literally what I... No, that's what I was going to call it. That was what I was going to suggest. All right, suggest. well, then that's the name of the drink. Well, all right, guys. We just watched Zapped and drank the Peggy Warburton. Oh, man. But, and Is I have it? to say, it was actually quite, quite nice. Um, vodka yeah, it was pretty and easy to, ginger ale. Yeah, it was pretty easy to drink. Like, I, I think my vodka to ginger ale quotient was... Might be a little off. So I have this, um, I bought this extremely large bottle bottle of of vodka is what you're holding right now. For only podcasting. I've only used this for podcasting. Um, and I have it, keep it in, um, like my, I guess my liquor cabinet in my room, which is actually just the box. My trundle bed. It's the box that you get from Total Wine. You know, where they put the bottles in it. Please enjoy my lukewarm vodka. Well, that's what I was for. I mean, my my vodka is kept in my freezer because I live alone. Um, But yeah, no, I do the same. Is I very rarely dip into that. It's my special. It's my special podcasting vodka. Oh, (laughs) most alcohol in my house is my podcasting alcohol. Same. Unless it's unless it's a bottle of wine, and then I have a bottle of yeah. wine. Unless you know we have a bottle. Unless the podcast is a specific wine, which it sometimes is. But um, there was one thing that uh, I just remembered. I'm looking through the text messages that I sent you. 
and there was one that just said omelet with fries because she's trying to figure oh. out what to order at the diner on her date with Jackson Kale. I would have ordered a kale salad. Ah, ha ha ha, wink. I would have ordered a burger because I'm goddamn hungry. Um, or fry. I have queso and fries. I have a weird relationship with food. Queso fries. Actually, I probably would have ordered a chicken fried steak because I fucking love a chicken fried steak. Oh yeah. So uh, she was she was not sure what to order because on her date with Jackson Kale. No. To be fair, when I was 16 years old, I did have a conversation with um, with my childhood best friend, Amy. She and I discussed what kinds of foods you could eat on a date. And we were like... Oh, Amy, the counselor at the camp that yes. I went to? Yes. Oh, Amy, nice. the counselor. Yes. Amy and I have known each sister other. Sister since... of Mark. Yes, sister of Mark. Who my JC was obsessed with. Whitney. Oh, Mark is married and has twin daughters. Yeah, you told me about yeah. that. Um, anyway, uh, Amy and I decided that like you couldn't eat spaghetti on a date. Or mm. um, or salad the way the we like one. salad. Because when I was 16, salad, meant, salad was just a, a natural conveyance for ranch dressing. Ah, uh, yes, me too. Me so too. Or poppy in... seed if I was feeling very fancy. Yeah, it's just covered in, in cheese and croutons and ranch dressing. And then you just... I have to say, I love a good Caesar salad these days. Me too. I'm an adult. I do. So what did you decide, though, on food? I think it was, like, toast. Oh, that seems weird. Toaster, toast is generally well, and that's because neither of us like uh, to put jelly in our toast. You're weird. So yeah, well we're 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 dippers. We we order our eggs, you know. Um, oh, I mean, like I like to dip my toast just, into my eggs. Then you dip them and you eat it, and then you eat see. What the I toast. do is half of the toast is for eggs, half of the toast is for jam. I hate. I don't like. Jam, just jam. Well, you know what? You can just go fuck yourself. Then. I prefer uh, if I'm gonna have jam in bread, I need peanut butter as well. I'm not so can go, I tell you this story makes me think? I did not put that forethought into events. So <laughs> after my junior prom, I, me and my friend and our dates went to Finnegan's as you do. Yeah. And I was so fucking exhausted after prom because I did not realize, I'm not a person who gets ready uh, for things, did not realize like it's an event to get ready. I was really, really tired by the end of the day, just like dancing and then also getting ready for this. Because that takes all day. Someone curled my hair. That was a very weird thing for me. Um, (laughs) I looked great though. I'll find a junior prom photo. I have one of best. me too. I'll send I'll send you mine. Uh my my I feel like my dress was inspired by Dirty Dancing 2 Havana Nights. It was red. <laughs> anyway, after prom, went to Finnegan's. I ate Finnegan's at the time. Finnegan's is a 24-hour diner that was built over a river in Missoula and it was creek, the place yes. to go and it basically helped me survive college because it was open all the time and had cheap crappy coffee. And pretty much everyone worked there at some point, I felt like. Not me, but I went there enough. 
I spent um, a lot of time there. Yeah, I was like, we we were we were benefactors to the Finnegan's Fund. Uh, but I they used to make this dessert that was a croissant sandwich with ice cream in the middle and like hot fudge. Mm-hmm. So it was like two pieces of croissant and then ice cream. And so after prom, obviously I ordered that and french fries. Oh, that a girl. Ate, ate all of it. Then we went to my house and I was like, hey guys, I'm a little tired. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get changed because there was like an after party, and so they were gonna go to the after party and I was gonna meet up with them, because I had my own car, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm really really tired, and I knew I wasn't gonna drink, and so that was my other thing. Is I was like, okay, I'm just gonna rest for a few minutes and I'm gonna go meet you guys. Cue me waking up in my prom dress at like seven in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, shit. I missed the I party. honestly, I didn't care. Like, at that time, I was just like, I don't care. I, I, would, I, I miss being a junior in high school and that I really had this sense of invincibility. Did you because give no shits? I gave zero shits. I was just like, whatever happens, happens in my life. <laughs> and I was doing pretty okay in, like, school and in my social life. And I was just like, you know, no, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> like, I'm all right. You no know, one's going to get mad at me. I really felt like it did, it, like, literally the world outside of me didn't matter. I was just me and everything was going to be fine. And it was all cool. I think, honestly, my life started becoming more troublesome when I started factoring in the people around me like well, my family was always a factor but the other people around because like it gets overwhelming well that's what happens when you mature is that you stop being as much of a sociopath it's true but also you then get more sad more age more sad um that's well, because you stop being as much of a sociopath so you start thinking about others and then oh <sighs> all right well this movie sucked. Let's watch something different next time. <clears throat> no. We're watching Zapped 24-7 all day, every day. Welcome to Disney Channel Original Friendship, your number one Zapped podcast. Watching Zapped all the time. Zapped into Peggy Warburton. <laughs> Zapped into Peggy Warburton. I don't know why that was my go-to voice for that moment. I'm, I'm like regretting the choice. It's like, a, it's like a radio personality is what I was thinking. Was yeah, like, but I, I would I like to be met. more like an NPR person who talks like this. Not like, this is morning radio with the douche. <laughs> Crazy Ira and the douche. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was just myself, though, so I just had to be like the douche. If you were a radio personality, like morning talk radio, what would your name be? Maya. All right. I'm not anybody I mean, special. That... I'd just be Maya. Maybe Mama Maya. Maya. Is ver- when I was, Maya is very special. When I was younger, people used to call me Ma- Mama Maya. And then you had kids, so you just fucked that all up. Well, no, it was perfect because I was a mom, Mama Maya. Because, yeah, I was a mom. That's fair. I was a little mama. We watched Zapped, and we're done. We watched Zapped. We're never going to talk about it again, done. guys. I don't actually want to watch I'm not... I don't want to... I'm not really sure this is a situation where we'll, like, use this for reference. But I'm really glad you you tuned in. You learned a lot about us. Isn't it great when these... Uh, I don't know if it's great or 
awful for people who listen to this podcast when it's a movie we don't really care that much about or a movie that was wasn't like that was bad or good it was just it was uh. they learned a lot about like but like our friendships and oh hey guys if you ever are able to control people with your phone and you want to stop apparently rather than giving them directions to just stop listening to you say release because that's a thing because i would have just said um Go back to the way that you always act. Yeah. No, go I back mean, like, to normal. Yeah, go back to how you were before you met me. Um, here's the thing. I probably wouldn't have changed the the brother that was the chef brother. Because you know what? He made gross fucking food. But then he made really delicious gross. food. I don't think he contributed much in any way. And that's why he just needs to be gone. So you say, disappear forever. I love you. I love you too. I would never try and control you with an app. I would never try to control you with an app. Um, Mom, or we have that settled. It sounds like a lot of trouble. I mean, like, yeah, it really is. Because I mean, if DCOMs have taught me one thing, it's that when something supernatural comes into your life and you try and take, th- and you think like I've got this handled, you don't have it handled. Oh, and that's what the friend said. She said, "Remember in those movies where the person has the magical thing that that is going to make like, their life perfect? And then like turns them into a werewolf, a Hester, and, and, and her she- response was like, "But they were boys and were girls." <laughs> yep, that's how it works, guys. And I liked how the brother. It actually, this was exactly what I predicted it would be. Um, she learned that it's not good to control people. And hey, her she phone did get stolen. Have the same issues as girls. That bitch did steal her phone. Yeah, that was kind of inky because, like, bitch there were plenty better have of girls my smartphone. Like, there were plenty of girls that would have been like, "Hey, no, girl." I have to Give say, Zendaya phone. wasn't terribly stealthy about all of that. And so the fact that no one until her, this this woman, this this douche of a girl, mm-hmm. figured out that she, her phone controlled boys, that was a little perplexing to me. I would have I would have walked up to the bitchy girl and punched her in the face and taken the phone back. Well, hey, the mascot did tackle her. That was kind of awesome. Uh, the I, mascot's not a boy. Okay. Anyway. Maya, I think we've discussed this movie to the length that this movie can be discussed. Well, um, I guess what what I learned from this is that the mascot's not a boy. I learned that meth is a hell of a drug. A Secret Weapon Production.